Welcome to the Backlot Review, an official part of the Backlot Podcast Network. I am your main host, John Kegley. What the fuck? And I am joined by my favorite co-host, Peter. Peter, say what's up. Thank you. What's up? And I'm uh, also that's everyone, right? <laughs> uh, okay, wait, I'm yeah, leaving. you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, no, but I'm actually joined by our co-host as well, Stephen Saria. Stephen, hello. I'm like, I hate when you do the fucking intro. Wow. Hello everyone. This is what but this is what the people wanted. You get me cranky, bro. <laughs> All right, this guy's turning into Arthur Fleck. Anyways, <laughs> um, we are all clowns. <laughs> we are Especially uh, John. I am a clown. Today we are talking about our top 5 favorite Joaquin Phoenix movies and obviously we're going to be reviewing The Joker right after that. So it's going to be a great episode today. Um, I guess let's jump into it, Steven. Um, what do you want? What do you want? Right. How you want to do this? Do you want to do top five? Yeah. You wanna... So let's do let's do it a little differently. We'll go one by one, shooting off our top fives instead of you know going one by one. Uh, okay. So I guess I'll start. Okay. So my honorable mention. I'm just gonna lay it out there right off the right off the bat. My honorable mention is actually Joker. Joker did not make my top five. Um, obviously, I'm not gonna explain why. Because you guys will figure it out later as we talk about it in the episode. Interesting. At my, yeah. <laughs> at Very my actual, ballsy. Oh my God, can I speak? No. Okay, at my actual number five, I have You Were Never Really Here. Um, basically, it's uh, If Taken was an art house film. Yeah, it's just fire. Yeah, that's basically like the only way I can describe <laughs> it. <laughs> um, my number, my Wait, number thought, five, what? I thought we were just going. Like, yeah, he was gonna do all of his. Yeah, like we're. we're oh, oh, to... you're doing your entire list. Like, Jesus, this, and this guy wanted to bro. host, bro. Yeah, that's that's. Bro, what this we is crazy. On. This is crazy, this bro. Is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> all right, go, 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 go. Okay, so number five, you were never really here. At number four, I have, in my opinion, one of the best musical biopics ever made, "Walk the Line," which is the Johnny Cash musical biopic. And I don't think I've ever seen an actor embody the person. Um, who he's acting? I don't know if that <laughs> if that like, sentence like, just Are you talking about like of like a real person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't think I've or at least musician wise. The only one I could think of is Taron Egerton this year with Elton John. Yeah, um, but, but I still think Joaquin takes the cake for that. Yeah, it's close. He was spot on. Yeah, totally spot on. I think I think I would have to give the small edge to to because he had the, he had the singing voice too. Like Taron Egerton didn't have the singing voice really, but 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 he honestly, sounded just like Johnny Cash. What I like about um. Uh, what they did with Rocket Man is that Elton John like told Taron Egerton like I don't want you to try to emulate me. I want you to find your own singing voice and you know do your own version of it. So that's yeah. pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at number um, three, I have her. Bro, what? You were gonna I, say I was, was going to tell you to continue. Uh, no, I was going to tell you to continue. <laughs> I thought you were for sure going to say. Your no, no, three. I was going to say. All right, continue. <laughs> This right. guy. <laughs> so at my number three, I I have her. Um, 
basically um it's like a sci-fi romance story yeah. i guess that's really like the best way to put it mm-hmm. uh without getting too much into spoilers um at my number two i have gladiator which is actually the first fucking phoenix film that i ever saw and fun fact i actually watched this movie five times in one day once what yeah i had to write the a best paper day ever <laughs> i had to write a paper on it like freshman year of college and i had to watch it like i watched it like five times i'm not kidding that's not an exaggeration so did you, i feel like you can like reiterate every mo- like word in the movie like you know word for word <laughs> i mean i still love it honestly um it's i wouldn't say it's one of my favorite movies but it's a great movie yeah great movie absolutely um and my number one i don't see how i could put any other movie here in my number one um in my opinion the most well acted <clears throat> film of the decade the master um, with Joaquin Phoenix and the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. Fi- Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, Bruce, yeah, in my opinion, the best acted movie of the last decade, easily, That's, easily. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't, don't even. I don't. I don't have this movie on my list because I've never seen it. But I mean, after hearing all that praise, I might have to go check it out now. I think there's one scene in particular that I could claim is the most well acted, one of the most well acted scenes I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. It's I like it that much. I, I just the saw it recently. The one in the ship, or, or like. Oh uh, yeah, the one where he's um, I forget the exact word for it, but where he's basically like he I don't want to say interviewing because that's obviously not the word that, that I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, this movie's like loosely based on Scientology. Okay. Um, and like L. Ron Hubbard, um, who like Philip Seymour Hoffman, like kind of plays. Um and like the beginnings of Scientology and like Philip Seymour Hoffman is like drilling Joaquin Phoenix's character. I forget the exact word oh, that the film uses, but um I could link it on the Twitter. Uh, gotcha. Eventually. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 reference it this week or yeah. next week just because yeah, you know Joaquin's getting a lot of praise lately, so let's give him some more praise. Yeah. Um, all right, Peter, go ahead and uh, share us with us your top five. My honorable mention would be "You Were Never Really Here," which is just like. That movie's just like a total mindfuck. Totally, like, <laughs> yes. yeah, it's really crazy. Like, really, really, like, I don't want to like say like, the atmosphere is just like dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's like the right <laughs> words to use for it. Yeah, like you just always feel like there's danger going on. And five is Joker. I saw it last night, so it might just be like a knee-jerk reaction to put it over. You were never really here. And I also chose it over another pretty good role of his, but Joker was definitely fresh in my mind, and it was really, really good. Obviously, we'll get more into that. Gladiator, classic. Steven said that that was the first Joaquin Phoenix movie that he saw, but the first one that I saw, and I'm sure that John saw, would be Brother Bear. Okay, actually, right? yeah, scratch that, scratch that, scratch that, scratch yeah. that, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Technically, that would be the, the first one, but I guess the first one that I knew that it was Joaquin Phoenix in it would be... <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> I forgot he's a yeah. bear. <laughs> Her, uh, Joaquin, and ScarJo, really good in it, of course. Really cute movie. Also kind of sad. Uh, Master, Stephen already said everything that we need to do, that we need to say about that. Obviously, great movie. Walk the Line, just his complete accuracy to Johnny Cash. Literally amazing. Like, he got him so spot on. He, like, even... Really, the only thing that was off about his portrayal of him was that he just doesn't look like him that much. 
with but like he just made up like he kind of like got the haircut and he kind of got like, I, I feel like they line. did a good job like yeah. a really good job of like trying to get as close as they could to him yeah he he he, he, he like uh, he looked and sounded i mean he um sounded and acted more like he looked like him for sure yeah but 100%, i agree yeah but other than that yeah perfect acting acting portrayal but just looks okay all right um so my top five um I, i'll start off with my honorable mention um you guys know me i always got to throw some weird shit in here so i'll put it in my honorable mention um i'm gonna go with the superboy tv show from like the 80s <laughs> i didn't even know that was a um, fucking thing yeah he played like some he was like a kid at this time so uh if you guys ha obviously haven't seen it which i'm assuming 99.9 percent .9 of the people listening to this have not seen that just go YouTube it. It's like a two, three minute clip you can find of Joaquin Phoenix acting. I just wanted, I just wanted to throw that in here because you know, for shits and giggles. There's I'm probably like one person listening to this. He's like, I love that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I grew up on that. <laughs> um, so my number five is uh, Walk the Line, like Peter and Steven said. That's obviously in their top five too. Um, I, I agree with them. That's probably like the best, or like what Steven said. That's probably one of the best, if not the best, portrayals of an actor trying to embody like a real person that's you know someone that's actually like was a real person i, I don't know how, how else i can word that um his yeah his portrayal of johnny cash was incredible but like obviously like what peter said you know he didn't really look like him that much that much but they did really good job at you know the hair and all that stuff so i love, I love that movie it's really good um my number four is the goat movie Bro brother bear uh one of the best cartoons of all time just kidding. He was waiting for a laugh. He was waiting for Peter and I to laugh. He felt like Arthur Fleck. Yeah, there's no <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't have my audience, bro. I don't have Iggy in here. <laughs> um. Anyways, I uh. Yeah, I choose Brother Bear. That's actually a good movie. I mean, I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid, but it's actually uh, from what I remember, it it was a fantastic cartoon. I didn't even know Joaquin Phoenix was in this until like five yeah. minutes ago. <laughs> so I have to put that on my list uh gladiator is my number three um that's obviously a classic if you haven't seen gladiator go watch it he's fantastic in that movie um and obviously my number two and one are you know movies that we've already talked about uh number two was her i actually just recently watched this i, I never saw it when it was uh when it came out um but i feel like i can actually relate to to joaquin phoenix in this movie because i'm also in love with siri on my phone in fact i'm actually thinking about getting a new phone right now just so i can get an upgrade with oh my of siri God, this guy's mentioned that phone i'm like also in love with times. scarlett johansson <laughs> so i can relate to who's that. not in love with scarlett johansson though, let's be honest. wait i think she's gonna be on the show today let me check my phone hold up oh yeah she just sent me an email she, she can't make it uh oh, that's all right hey scar scar joe if you're listening to this you know we appreciate it you trying to come on by we get it you know we love you schedule. anyways we know you're busy filming black widow and it's all good. It's yeah. all love. Um, so, yeah, her number two, awesome movie. Um, and then number one, I'm going to go with Joker. I think um, um, I don't want to compare him to any past Jokers because I feel like this Joker is extremely different than what we've had. And I'm not going to get too much into it because obviously we're going to review this movie. But Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is super well done. Um, he gives this character a lot more depth. And you know what I mean? So... Yeah, I can really appreciate what he did in this movie, and and he acted his ass off in the Joker. Like if it's it's you can tell Joaquin Phoenix put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this into this you know film. So um, I can really appreciate that. I I love the movie, and uh, yeah, that's my number one. All right. Um, 
I think it's time to give the people what they want because they didn't yeah. come here to listen to us Top talk five about Joaquin. yeah Joaquin and Brother Bear and shit. They want to listen to us talk about Joker. Arthur, does it help to have someone to talk to? My mother always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. She told me I had a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world. Is it just me? Or is it getting crazier out there? All right, guys. So, the Joker. We'll, we'll talk about a little, uh, our thoughts about it without giving away any spoilers. Um, so, we'll get into that. Uh, so, I guess we'll start off with Steven. Steven, what did you think, without uh, revealing anything, what did you think of the movie? Okay. So, let me give a little background onto this film for those who may not have heard of it. Um Joker, directed by Todd Phillips, who, if you don't know who Todd Phillips is, uh, he directed the masterpieces that are known as the Hangover Trilogy. <laughs> and Old School. He did Old School. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes, he, he did, did Old School. school. <laughs> he he, did, he really think, did that? Yeah. Yes. Wow. He also directed War Dogs. The, he did. Miles Bro, Taylor and Jonah Hill movie. <laughs> Honestly, he did that movie Due Date. I mean, I know that movie wasn't like all that good. Dude, it was funny, I, too. I, I know. Yeah. I was going to say, I really enjoyed that. So. He did, Star- he did Starsky and Hutch, too. Yeah, those are all like, you know, classic 2000s comedy movies. I don't know, except, except for maybe like Hangover 2 and 3. Oh, yeah, Hangover 1 is amazing, though. I love that movie. I think Hangover like, 1 might go down as one of the best like comedy I movies. Think, I think when I was in middle school, like Hangover was like the comedy. Like, Nah, it's still funny. It's it's still funny. No, I think the comedy is super bad. No, no, no. But I'm, course, saying like, yeah. I'm saying like when I was in middle school, like if you didn't watch The Hangover. Are like, still in middle school? school? That's, not, that's not even Ooh. funny, Arthur. I mean, you sound like you're in middle school. You know, I, damn it. I was going to do something, but I fucking forgot. Now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, Todd Phillips, I okay. We're going did not. Yeah, oh, wait, he did. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I mean, this is relevant to Joker, right? <laughs> Talking about Todd Phillips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess like like yeah. where his background, like. Yeah, I, I don't think that like I see him get a lot of criticism. And like, yeah, he obviously like was not my first choice to direct the Joker movie, but it's not like he's a slouch or anything. Like, he has done some decent movies. That's what I, that, that's my I mean, point. I mean, I guess, like, decent comedy. I, I guess, like, this is just so out of left field. Nah, I mean, comedies, comedies are movies, too. Like, just because the comedy doesn't mean it's not a valid movie. Oh, no, yeah, 100%. But I'm saying going from almost, like, moronic comedies. <laughs> no, those are moronic. To going, <laughs> to, from going from that to Joker, like, the super serious, gritty portrayal i don't know it's pretty sudden but yeah the movies are silly i agree but back to the point uh so here's a little uh synopsis from letterbox for you if you don't know what joker is about during you don't know what joker is about like are you living under a rock i mean hey you never know bro there's some people who just like avoid like trailers and shit i don't plan i don't think it avoids trailers but like i feel like you know like you don't have to know anything other than like okay the joker is a madman so i guess it's a movie about how he becomes insane 
Simmer down, man. I bet if you ask Iggy if you knew about the movie, he would know. <laughs> Iggy's the only person in the world that might not know. He might, he, he's the for only those, one in the world that for might those not of know. You, for those of you like, just tuning in and you don't know who this Iggy person is, he's a friend of ours who's the, literally like the only movie he's ever seen in his life is Pink Panther. <laughs> like That's not an exaggeration. That's literally the only movie he's ever seen. Um, so here's a little plot synopsis. During the 1980s, a failed stand-up comedian is driven insane and turns to a life of crime and chaos in Gotham City while becoming an infamous psychopathic crime figure. Accurate. Um, so now, what did I think about Joker? I liked it. It was good. However, if I'm being completely honest, it just failed to live up to my expectations. Because as you know, this one, um, you know, the big award at the Venice Film Festival, um, it was being hyped out of, you know, the festival as being like a masterpiece and the best movie of the year. And it had a pretty significant Rotten Tomato score. I think it was at almost like 90% uh, once this, you know, like maybe like a few days before it's like uh, nationwide release. And then it tanked. At least Rotten Tomatoes wise, which it's at a, it's at a sixty nine at the yeah, moment. It's at a sixty nine. It lost its certified fresh rating, um, which no, I it's th- actually they 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 gave it back to them. I, I was just reading about that. So oh really? Yeah, if it if it drops below seventy percent, um, it it usually would lose its certified fresh rating. But there's like certain cases where a movie will drop to like sixty nine or sixty eight, given like how many reviews it's received and all that stuff. They uh like Rotten Tomatoes will go in and just give that movie the certified fresh. So this is a movie that they went in there and gave it the certified fresh okay it's um, high on letterbox too it is high on like letterbox four, yeah. and it's like it raised within the last 24 hours because it was yeah. 4.0 last night and now it's 4.1 with yeah more, with more people watching it it's like raising so um i kind of expected you know the general consensus of the film to kind of drop a little bit because this is a very divisive film um in its subject matter and the controversy surrounding the film um you know with all the violence and uh especially like in New York, a lot of the police uh, presence in a lot of these movie theaters. Uh, well, a lot, a lot of things too, like, like that um, the movie touches on is mental illness. And yeah. that's a topic that a lot of people don't think that, you know, it's a, a, a lot touchy. of people are made. Yeah. It's a little, it's touchy. A lot of people are made uncomfortable by it. Um, if it's not tackled. Um, well, perhaps- okay, I, honestly, I'm going to say this going forward. If mental illness in any way, uh like bothers you like if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're listening to this if men- like if, if talking about mental illness or like how it's portrayed in movies or anything if any of that stuff bothers you i would recommend you not seeing this movie yeah absolutely um it handles like its portrayal of mental illness is very it feels very real and i could see Super that real i could see that putting off a lot of people um so i could definitely see why you know the general consensus of this movie kind of fell a little bit um however i still went in with pretty high expectations um but personally i feel like it it failed to live up to, to that. live up to it i feel like the film failed to present anything new um as far as you know the mythos of not just batman and joker besides the origin story um in a way that's tasteful or profound uh, i feel like the <clears throat> subtext of the film was so so on the nose i feel like todd phillips left no subtlety to the film where like he just can't show you anything visually and let the viewers like you know piece everything together he has to explain everything through dialogue 
Um, and well, a lot of movies are like that because I feel like you have to dumb down a lot of things. For you, I mean, a lot of movies. Yeah, something audience. that's gonna come out mainstream like that definitely a lot of, needs to be. I, I, mm, I don't know. I, there are definitely films, especially released around this time of year, that present a lot of its themes uh, visually and. At when, Astra. When. <laughs> But I feel like these are movies that aren't. Ad Astra be... is one of those. Ad Astra yeah. is one of those Ad films. Astra is... I agree, but I'm saying like the Joker is a movie that they knew going into this that uh, everyone and their moms are probably gonna go see this. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's but... a comic book movie. Exactly. Uh, it's a vi- it's it's a comic book movie in the same way. Dark no, Knight. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still a, an adaptation of a comic book, so or of a comic book character. So they knew go like. Once you attach DC, Marvel, whatever, like this is gonna be seen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially but, with the character as a Joker, so I feel like you have to. Dumb absolutely, it down but absolutely. and the thing is that I feel like despite you saying that everything was on the nose, it still went over people's heads because there are still people like in the audience, like literally leaving the theater last night, John. There are people like oh, I didn't get it, like what the hell? Like, literally, so obvious. Oh yeah, like, I have a well, my, my my friend my friend that that went with us that he's um. He's huge into DC comics and movies. Like he's all, he's actually like it's super cringe. Uh, he's one of those uh, you know Zack like, like like Snyder cut people. Yeah, yeah. He's a Snyder cut person where th- he thinks that everything that Snyder touches is gold, and um, which I a hundred percent disagree with. I think Zack Snyder like is a visually an amazing director, but storytelling wise, he's ass. But, uh, but he's one of the kings of on the nose too. That's a thing like obvious imagery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um. But yeah, he's one of those people. But he actually watched the movie with his wife, and his wife was one of those ones where I was like, I hated this movie. It's one of the like worst movies ever. Like, I just didn't get what the point of it was. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? They try to dumb it down, and it still goes over people's heads. So imagine if they actually tried to be subtle with it. Like, everyone just walk out of the theater confused, for sure. I don't. I feel like I. I find it hard to believe that some people may not get it because I feel like. Every five minutes, yeah, are you? Like, like every five minutes, <laughs> yeah. they're talking about you know mental illness and society this, society that, and it's like, Jesus, we get it, like we like, honestly understand. But like, I, 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 I feel like yeah, they kind of it shove it down me, your throat. If if you can't show it to me, then I think it's gonna sound a little harsh, but I think at least half of your film has already failed because at least like cinema itself is dialogue is only half of that if you can't show me anything you know visually you know through your set designs or through your cinematography and it's not a knock on the cinematography because the cinematography actually was you know pretty well done um i I like how it made you feel so claustrophobic especially when you're in these these tight spaces with arthur um but if you can't show that to me visually um and in a way that's not so i don't want to say hokey but in a way that's not so like like in my face like hey look at this look at this look at this like okay I, like halfway through the movie I was just like okay I get it I just want to see like just show me it more organically you got what I'm trying to say yeah I, I get that like there was a lot of times where they would shove like that that stuff down your throat and and it was just you know they, they were just trying like they were like reiterating themselves a Man. million times like I like feel- especially um like it's not really a spoiler but like you know like remember like how he would be like, writing stuff down like they would always show like what he was writing down like how he'd be talking about mental illness and what he wrote mm-hmm. down yeah that was like a good example of them like doing that like consistently throughout the yeah. film and like I'm not gonna lie and tell you that you know the story of the film you know carried it because if you've seen Taxi Driver um if you've seen King of Comedy which I know this film was heavily inspired by those two 
it literally seems like Todd Phillips like just watched like those movies like the day before he decided to write the script for this or help write the script and he was like oh my god like we need to like sort like like adapt as many themes you know from this as we can and yeah it kind of works but when you do such a close uh, adaptation you take such close inspiration um from a it becomes film like a clone like these. copy not but and but the, but the thing is joker is not a clone copy of these it just feels a little soulless i get that i get Com- that compared to King the of comedy is actually kind of a, it, like it is kind of like a clone copy i'd say even like down to robert de niro's role yeah, yeah. Like. and <laughs> and, beca- and because of that like you do draw comparisons it's just natural to draw comparisons to the two and a lot of the times i was thinking i was like Okay, I could definitely see this is trying to be Taxi Driver here. This is trying to be King of Comedy, but but then because of that, the J- Joker loses kind of its own identity. Yeah, I agree. There were times that it was very obvious. Yeah, and, and so like it's just, I just couldn't get past that. I also felt like um, a lot of the times they tried to ask the question: um, Did society? Uh, turn Arthur into the Joker or? Did Arthur turn himself into Joker? Hmm. And I feel like that... That's a very smart question, I feel. Uh, Yeah, but the the problem is I feel like they couldn't really decide which answer Uh, to lean towards. But I feel like like that's also a question that they want us viewers to figure out ourselves and speculate on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's that's fine. That's fine. But at the end of the day, like, I still have to hold that against the film because I feel like it never really delves too deep into those questions besides the superficial like arthur you know whatever gets you know beat up and then he goes home and he has like you know his shitty home life i definitely feel that like like it leans too much towards one side but on that side it's so lopsided like for example um like thomas wayne without going wait 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 wait, wait. yeah okay okay i was gonna say no spoilers yeah yeah without going into huge spoilers thomas wayne is very uh, he's a very influential person in this movie. He's um, basically Trump in the movie. I was about yeah, to yeah, say okay, that. Yes, I was yes, like, they're okay, trying yes, to make him like Trump. Yes, this is that's exactly that's like a perfect way to put it. He's basically like a Trump figure in this film, and then you kind of look at it like, okay, like I can understand why you know Arthur would be pushed to this edge, but I feel like the film doesn't really do that besides you know the superficial, if that makes sense. I get that. Yeah, Todd Phillips used it, I guess, to push his own like personal views, kind of like when agenda, his own agenda. Yeah, his own agenda. I mean, it's kind of a spoiler, but when he, I mean, I'll just say what he says. I won't say it when he says it. When Joker's like, "Oh, like I'm not political at all," and it's like, "Okay, that's a little on the nose." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I liked the film. Don't get me wrong. I feel like I've been talking about what I didn't like. So let me talk about quickly about what I did like. I thought uh, Joaquin Phoenix was incredible, and I think in the same way that Heath Ledger, in my opinion, The Dark Knight is a great film, but in the way that Heath Ledger carries The Dark Knight, I think Joaquin Phoenix carries Joker. Um, I could disagree on that, but I'll get, I'll get more into it later. Um, I did think the cinematography was... It was pretty good, um, especially the one scene that sticks uh, like in my mind is when he's first talking to the, the psychiatrist... And the film just has this feeling of making you feel like enclosed in a space, like how Arthur feels, you know, at least mentally. Um, yeah, the way know, that it was, those scenes were shot like super, super yeah, up with, close with, to Joaquin Phoenix, like where you could see his like the details of his teeth and yeah. how fucked up they are. Yeah, yes. with with the camera centered. I noticed his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
with Joaquin, with the camera again, like in the center of the film, and you know, enclosing the space around him, you definitely get that that uh, feeling. There's also something I want to mention later when we get to spoilers. Something that I noticed, and something that uh, my girlfriend uh, Sydney, who I was watching this with, noticed as well that I actually didn't pick up on. Uh, revolving around a set of stairs, but I cannot mention that uh, until we get into spoilers. But I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. Did Sydney like it, by the way? I she liked it more than I did. Wow, cool. Um, oh, and also another thing that I, I forgot to mention that I didn't like. Um, there were some song choices. I love the song choices. I don't know. They were on the nose, too, but I like that they were like kind of like deep cuts, that they weren't like your typical song choices. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I like them. I like, like them. This is one. Okay, this is like the best way that I could put my feelings towards one of the points that I made was that like these song choices, like the film doesn't know whether to portray Joker as like, like the hero or the villain of like this particular an story. I wouldn't even say he's an anti-hero. I think he's like very clearly a villain. Like I wouldn't say he's an anti-hero at all. Um like I could I could see the argument that like Travis Bickle maybe. Well, the thing is that Joker is an anti-hero to or he's a hero to like outsiders. That's the thing. That's who sees him as a hero. Yeah. That's I guess. But I feel like like the song choices in two specific scenes which I will get to later. Um didn't really fit <laughs> at least like the moment in the movie that it was in. at least for me personally it kind of took me out a little bit yeah i get that um okay so with that being said um um i'm not gonna really get into it uh, my opinion on the movie i mean obviously it was my number one joaquin phoenix movie for a reason i really enjoyed this movie um the movie made me feel extremely uncomfortable um from start to finish like I, the first five ten minutes like i mean i knew i was getting into a dark movie i knew you know when a movie's about the joker when it's you know when they're trying to give us a backstory about the joker like you know what you're getting yourself into but the first 10 minutes the first 15 minutes of the movie i was like okay like i actually like this movie's actually gonna be darker than i thought which i don't know why i thought it was gonna be dark but i didn't think they were gonna make it as dark as it was um when, and what I mean by that is obviously the mental illness talk and all that stuff. I didn't really think this movie was going to dive into all that stuff like that, but they do. And um, so I, I really, you know, I, I appreciated everything that they did with this movie. And um, obviously, like I said earlier, Joaquin Phoenix acted his fucking ass off. And I thought he was he, his portrayal of Joker was different than what we've seen. And what I mean by that is it's not like Mark Hamill's uh, cartoon Joker. It's not like Heath Ledger's Dark Knight Joker. It's not like Jack Nicholson's Batman Joker. This is a different iteration of it. Um, there's more so layers really, to him. Yeah, there's a lot more layers to it. Like They peel back and they dive so deep into this character that I, I really loved it. Um, so with all that being said, I yeah, I just I really enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's it's a really good film I, i'm really really trying to like dodge around like d uh dance around the spoilers so i'm really not trying to get into all that much so it, it's really good honestly i'm gonna just stop there because i, I want to talk about some spoilers so uh with that peter what did you think of it Without again i thought away. yeah i thought i gave it a four out of five wrote the review about it um I think that, like, obviously, Joaquin Phoenix killed it. One of his top five roles as clearly. Cinematography, great. Score, great. Actually, cinematography, not Oscar-worthy. Like, I know that you think that it is, but I think that it's definitely, like, better than average. The score was really, really, really intense, and I felt like they just really made a lot of moments very anxiety-induced and 
just like dark moments and you kept you on the edge of your seat really like i was on the edge of my seat for so many scenes and then well, I felt what's funny my bad like not to cut you off but like it, i feel like i was on the edge of my seat too like and we talked about it after um when we saw the movie because i was saying like bro like like i literally walked out and i felt like i was sweating like my ass off in this movie and it's not like the, the theater was hot or anything it was just like the movie just like it just makes you so uncomfortable where like like i'm like sweating like i i guess it's like like an anxiety thing that i have or i start sweating when i'm like nervous or something like it's not like i'm nervous about the atmosphere like around the movie you know all the stuff that we've been hearing on the news and all that stuff none of that it's literally the movie just make me made me feel super uncomfortable which i liked it's super it's it's that's a good job about how they do that but there are definitely some moments too that i guess i really i mean i knew it was an r-rated movie but there are some moments that i really like they really pushed the envelope on that i was like whoa did not expect to see this in a movie like i guess um uh, the violence scenes i guess like it was very unexpected violence at times which mm-hmm. i mean obviously i don't care but it was very sudden uh times and i'm like whoa and i'm like then and i ended up like loving the scene because he like just goes in and mm-hmm. yeah not much, really much uh, i like the message there's obviously like some messages like class warfare literally like, access to me- like um health like you know kind of like deep stuff like stuff that you don't really see in like movies really like rising up against the rich you know stuff like that i mean i could respect that definitely it's a lot of i feel like they they threw a lot of like themes especially like political themes like that when it comes to the health or like the the healthcare and and them you know doing all that stuff like there's a lot of things that that hit home because this is stuff that's being talked about today yeah and, so, even, and then there's stuff that's like prevalent that's been prevalent since the beginning of time like loneliness like just every you know loneliness has been a thing thing since or just in mental forever. health in yeah. general too yeah like these are things that 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 people are every single day like millions and millions and millions and millions of people are are facing and obviously this movie you know this they go way 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 more into it and they go you know crazy with it yeah they went a lot um, deeper than i expected and to see that in a movie that's obviously probably gonna break i don't know i i honestly think it might reach like 700 million or something and to see that in a movie that's getting this much exposure you know that means that the audience is hopefully receiving the message as well and you know that's good and yeah that's really all i gotta say on it all right so i think with all of us giving our opinions obviously i saw just to, to, to finish this, wrap this up, it sounded like I really, really liked it. Peter liked it. Steve, or Peter liked it. I would say you liked it a lot, but not, you know, it's not like one of your favorite movies ever, correct? Oh, no, not one of my favorite, but yeah, I liked it a lot. It's, okay, and then you know, obviously Steven enjoyed it, it again. but didn't think, or didn't think it lived up to the hype. Yeah, Steven, would you watch it again? Would I watch it again? I don't think I can watch it again right now. Uh, I think I, I gotta give myself I would be down time. to watch it again, like, tonight. Like, I w- like, would watch it again. Peter's, it's like, trying not, to make plans it's not a bad. It's not a bad movie, but for what I got from it, I don't know if I want to sit through it again. Um, just to take a look at, like, a, this subject matter not being handled, like, as delicately as it could have or should have been, if that makes sense. I say the movie itself is a 3.5 that's bolstered up to a 4.0 because of Joaquin Phoenix's for, um, uh, performance. Really? I, 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 yeah. can, I, can, I can appreciate that. That if it was anyone else, it would probably just be a solid 3.5, but because he was so good in it, it goes up. Really? Interesting. I'm not going to get into my rating yet. I'll, I'll leave that at the end. So okay. do you guys want to talk so, about spoilers? Because I feel like yeah, we need to exactly. talk about spoilers right now. Yeah, let's dive into it. <laughs> so 
one thing I actually really, really liked about this film is how it handles the whole, uh, instead of Batman creating Joker, Joker creates the Batman. Um, and my personal favorite scene in the film is actually when Arthur Fleck goes to uh, Wayne Manor to go speak to Thomas Wayne, uh, when he learns incorrectly that Thomas Wayne is his dad. Um, and he sees Bruce playing, you know, like on the little playground and him and, and Bruce. Alfred. Yeah. And Alfred. Well, he sees Bruce first. Alfred doesn't come until yeah. later. He's also jacked. Alfred. Um, yeah, he, he looked like pretty jacked. <laughs> he was I a guess. fucking unit. Yeah, this is, a, this is, this is an Alfred that lifts. Yeah. <laughs> so I can, <laughs> I can actually, I can actually, that's the best part. That's my favorite part of the movie because of that. He hits the gym in Wayne Manor. <laughs> like he for sure is drinking protein shakes. <laughs> um, and then uh, Joker, you know, starts you know messing around with Bruce because he thinks at this moment in time that Bruce is his brother, and then he's met with hostility with Alfred or whatever. I thought that little interaction has a lot of importance, and I'm sad that it's kind of understated because at the end of the film, apparently that's like a huge thing for Arthur Fleck because he has resentment towards Bruce, but that's not really shown throughout the film do you guys understand what scene i'm talking about at the end yeah i get what you're saying i never thought wait i never thought he had resentment for bruce i disagree okay because at the end of the of the movie when he's in arkham hospital which for some reason is not asylum but whatever um and the psychiatrist is speaking to him and he's thinking of the joke the joke is that he killed Thomas and Martha Wayne, and that Bruce is now all alone. That was definitely him laughing yes. at Bruce. That was uh, definitely yeah, the yeah. joke. I, I, took, I took it as that. And then she wouldn't get it. But I don't think that works because we never really saw this, like his animosity towards Bruce before. Obviously, we can understand why he would dislike Thomas Wayne, but it's never really shown to us. You know what I'm saying? It's just said like, oh, like, if you guys understand this, what this little scene means, it actually means that he hates Bruce and he made Batman, which is cool. Well, but I just wish it was done, uh, it was shown a little more. You get me? Okay, but now what I what I want to talk about that, that counters that is why would he even, like, have any bad will towards Bruce when he does find out that he is adopted? Like... You know what I'm saying? Like, like at that point, you should just not have any type of bad feeling towards Bruce. So then, why yeah, have that scene at all? No, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. No, I agree. That's what oh, I'm saying. Evil. Like, why would they do that? I mean, he's but I, I mean, yeah. But at this point, like, like he could have been thinking about Murray Franklin instead of Bruce. But the fact that he thinks about Bruce in this moment and he's laughing at 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 you know this yeah, child who just saw his parents killed that shows you know obviously it's a nod to like hey. You know, Joker actually made Batman, but when you when you really start to think about it, just like the rest of this movie, the more I think about it, the more it kind of starts to fall apart a little bit. Um, however, I did like that scene in spirit. Like the idea of that scene, I find super interesting. Like, don't they um don't they show like when he's saying that? Like, don't they show uh, I don't know if you already said it. Don't they show like the the alleyway and Bruce standing over his his parents? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, they did. Yeah, that <laughs> okay. was a good scene. And then Bruce is just a good like, shot. I mean. Yeah, like that scene just is just like him staring blankly like at the camera. Um, Honestly, I I feel like the the way I mean we're in spoiler talk, so if you have obviously this is you know what's gonna happen. Um, yes, they show they show. Uh, Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne get murdered, but it's it's not by the Joker. It's by uh, a a follower like of a the random, Joker, I guess. You, like henchman, cult, you know, follower, whatever. Um, 
yeah so he's the one that that guns them down um now i i feel like that's like the way they shot and everything that that might be one of my favorite if not my favorite uh you know it's not a martha batman wayne movie unless thomas martha wayne. and thomas die baby honestly i honestly it's but like I, the Uncle I think ben that's my favorite DC movies yeah but we've seen it so many times so i feel like if i had to rate it this might be my favorite one like uh, of them dying yeah i mean i guess just because it's different i would put it up there honestly before that i would have said the, the batman versus superman one i actually really like that one a lot that's fire and it with the, so the guy from the, the music <laughs> with the music and shit it was good also uh <laughs> they mentioned it um yesterday uh that Bruce is too old to have, like, people touching him like that and shit. <laughs> 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 like, you should know better. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, fucking Joker's fingers all up in his mouth and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Just letting him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had, I had, uh, I had like, friends, like, uh, complaining about that. So unsanitary. And then Alfred, and, like, why is Joker, like, choking out Alfred? He's jacked. He wasn't yeah, jacked. He was kind of fat. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I don't know. He, looked, I mean, he definitely I he looked like he, had like, Joker a solid like he weighed he like, like 80 solid, pounds. Yeah, he, he was thick. Like Joker. Dude, like, Joker was literally Blake. <laughs> he looked. He looked like he was like 80 pounds. Like you're telling me Alfred can't like just like get out of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Arthur was also able to like steal the file away from Brian Tyree Henry in the in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, yeah. didn't recognize oh, yeah. Brian Tyree Henry? It was him, yeah. Pa- yeah, paper boy, bro. I think he stole it from him though because he bangs his head against the fence and that kind of like uh, scared yeah, him. Yeah. So I, I'm leaving it up to that. Um, I think this is uh, this is gonna sound harsh because like I, I swear listeners are gonna think I hated this movie, which I honestly didn't. You hated it, but like it's like a movie that like I had seen before and that like I would rather like I would rather watch those other movies instead like Taxi okay Driver but I feel like King if you're comedy. going into the movie I feel like if you're going into the movie and comparing it to those movies then you're but you have to the thing is you have to because but the film can, itself the asks is, if you, you have to enjoyable it's still yeah enjoyable. but I think if you haven't seen those films like obviously like all of us have because we're we're all super into film and all that stuff but if you haven't seen those films you can go into this movie and you can really love this movie because you don't you're not you don't know what, what its inspirations are oh you no absolutely I mean? absolutely like if but you don't I, know, I feel like you have to you have to like mentally stop yourself from comparing it because i i kind of went into it like yeah like i know it's gonna be similar to this but i was like making sure that i'm not comparing the movies and i feel like you went into it you know i don't know i feel like the film itself just asks for it to be compared because of fucking robert de niro as this as this like late night talk show host like it's basically begging to be like hey remember king of comedy this is me you get Honestly, what i'm saying i thought yeah i get what you're saying i kind of want to talk about robert, robert de niro real quick now that you bring him up um so i mean earlier you said that joaquin phoenix like carried the movie with his acting i actually thought robert de niro did a really good job um i feel like a lot of the scenes like especially at like the last couple minutes of the movie when um he's interviewing the joker uh a lot of his scenes that he was saying, like a lot of, like he was like adding tension, like the way he was, there's a lot of stuff that he was just doing and saying that, 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 that were building that for that moment at the end. Um, and obviously too, like there was little things that I can really appreciate that Robert De Niro did. Like obviously like when he would come out on stage, the way he was like dancing and like yes. pointing to the, <laughs> pointing to the, to the band and all that stuff. Like it, it really actually felt like we were watching a talk show. Yeah, so, I agree. It felt like I was watching I like re- Kimmel or something exactly. or, Fallon, so can, or Fallon, except this time the person was funny. Oh my God. Or what about Conan? You guys like Conan? I think Conan's actually so hysterical. I like Conan. I like Conan and Kim. I don't watch late night talk shows. So. I'll watch interviews here and there. But anyways, um, so yeah, like I actually really, really enjoyed Robert De Niro. And I, I feel like, I feel like, so when I heard Robert De Niro was attached to this project, uh, you know, like a year or two ago, 
I was like, all right, like they're just bringing him in because he's a name. And obviously, because Robert De Niro is one of the best, you know, actors like that we've seen in a long time. And uh, so I was like, this is a, this is someone that they're just bringing the in best just for actors his name ever. Alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, also, also another another thing like that draws comparison to these. Martin Scorsese was attached to this project at one point. Yeah, he, he was an executive uh, yeah, producer, was, but he dropped out. <laughs> yeah, but I was thing. reading, I was reading about it with like what Todd Phillips said about it, and, and I don't remember the exact details. But he was saying like he's like yeah, like Scorsese dropped out of being the producer, but he still was like a big part of this. Like he read the script, he told Todd Phillips yeah stuff that he liked and that. didn't like. So this is like definitely like something that he had like he, he has an imprint on. No. Um, but obviously yeah, going De Niro back to, was probably like the second most important or second most pro- prominent character. Yes. In the movie. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, he, uh, I, I just think he did a great job, man. Like, they could have brought him in as a name, and he could have easily just phoned this fucking role in. Like, he, like, this is an actor that's done so much shit, especially lately, the past like twenty years. Like, Robert De Niro like acts a lot, and like, there's a lot of of movies that he does that he just phones it in, like because he because he because he, he, he doesn't, ha- yeah, yeah. And this is just roles that he, you know, he doesn't have to act so hard in. He could just phone it in. That's it. It works. But this is a, and this was a movie that I thought he would be doing that in. But I was like, no, he actually like I, I feel like he was pretty passionate about this movie. If you look yeah. at, at De Niro's filmography, you can make an argument that he's in probably like the best collection of films ever. Yeah, he's in like every significant movie. Like, he that is has in ever mattered. Taxi Driver, <laughs> Goodfellas, The Godfather Part Two, Meet uh, the Fockers, Heat, Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, Brazil, Casino, Deer Hunter, Once Upon a Time in America, King of Comedy, Mean Streets, she, like, Shark Tale. Wait, so we're not gonna add meet the parents in this? Lots of really, lots of really good shit. Meet the pa- meet the parents, yeah. <laughs> that's a good movie. Though, let's be honest, like that's actually like a yeah. hysterical movie. And I thought Zazie Beetz was gonna be more important, actually, but um. But I'm actually satisfied with her role in this movie. Yeah, yeah she didn't really need to get a big name for her to play her part. I, I feel like I, f- I feel like it leaves like she's like super open ended. I like her 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 role in the film, but then it's kind of like what happened to her. Yeah, if they made her more important, I feel like then it would have actually gone into the incel talk that like a lot which, of people like, were were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, like that it, w- it would have actually been like, oh, Joker just like wants to get laid and shit. But I guess that making her less important de-emphasized that, which yeah. is good. Cause you like know. literally everything about her is like a figment of his imagination. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's, that I was, can, I that was really good. That, I like that part. I like that yeah, part a lot. I think I Peter and I were talking I about feeling. it yesterday. I had a feeling. Yeah, Peter and I were talking about it yesterday because we're like, bro, like so. This, you know, they they have um, Arthur, like you know, like just walking right into her apartment and then start making out and yeah. whatever. Like that's it. Like that's all. Like that's so. That's it. Like they have a relationship now. Like like that, it was just super weird until you find out that this is literally just him imagining this shit. And um, so I actually like really really appreciated what they did with Zazie Beetz's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if yeah. they would have kept, if they would have kept it that that shit wasn't imaginary, I would have been like, oh, it, okay, no, this, that, like this movie would, be, I, this movie would be like, I, I feel like this movie would be a lot worse if they just kept that shit in there. Yeah. I agree. I, I 100% agree with that. Instead, they made it better by making it imaginary. <laughs> I, could, I, I could feel a lot of like the DC fanboys like, like just seethe with rage when they were like, oh, Thomas Wayne is his dad. <laughs> they were probably like, oh yeah, heads oh, are gonna my fucking God. explode I, and shit. I was actually <laughs> mad. I'm like, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> I mean, well, I, 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 once I when I saw that <laughs> twist that like he uh, that when she when he was reading the letter and that said like oh Thomas Wayne is Arthur's dad or whatever yeah I was like I was oh, like fuck <laughs> no I, I actually was like I was like oh shit but it was more of an oh shit because I was like where is this movie gonna go and I like I had a gut feeling that that wasn't the truth no I thought it was because I was like I gotta say I believed it 
Well, I, I was already getting like a weird vibe from his mom where I'm like, okay, like she's probably insane as well, or like she actually is insane. So oh, wow. there's I no never, way. Yeah, I never thought that either. Yeah, but I think never about thought, it. I thought she was normal. But think about it. Thomas Wayne is powerful enough to, you know, make any child yeah, like, yeah. out of wedlock. You never know. Like literally he could actually be his son and then I those feel adoption like, papers are like fake. Yeah, but, like um, personally personally I'm on the, I'm in the camp that he's not his son, but there's an argument to be made that Yeah. They never really prove it. Yeah. Except, that, yeah. Well this is another thing too like, that I was saying earlier. Like it's it's it might be one of those things where that that you know speculation and all that stuff is up, is up is up for us to decide yeah that's cool yeah i yeah, like that i, I would agree with um, that i want to i want to bring up too like um i i actually thought brett cullen who's not you know a huge name uh his his portrayal of thomas wayne even though thomas wayne actually thomas wayne is in this movie a good amount so never mind Th- thomas wayne is actually in this movie a lot um i thought he actually did a pretty fire thomas wayne yeah. i feel like he's a fake alec baldwin <laughs> Like, I mean, Alec, <laughs> wasn't Alec Baldwin supposed to be? Uh, uh, wasn't he in this movie? Like, I think he was originally supposed to be him, and then they just got someone that looks and talks just like him. That's actually hilarious. They're like, they're like bro, like we, we can't afford him. Just get this. Yeah, guy. that's what it seems. And just, I feel actually the same way that you feel about Brett Cullen. I feel about Frances Conroy, who is uh, Joker's mom, and she's in uh, Six Feet Under, which was in, on HBO. She was really, really good in that show, and I've never seen her in anything else except for this, which was pretty random. But so, yeah, she's a, she's actually a really good actress. She so, actually voiced Martha Kent in a uh, Superman cartoon. Francis Conroy, really? right now. <laughs> yeah, her so, voice is really annoying. <laughs> um, I so also want to give a shout out to to my boy Shea uh, Wigham, who is oh, yeah. the FBI agent. <laughs> yes, he was the who, cop. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the the cop who gets like beat up on the train when he's trying to like follow Joker. Um, he's not a big name, but I feel like this guy pops up in every single movie that bro, I watch. I was about yeah, to say that. I'm like, King bro, Kong. this guy's That's in everything. <laughs> he's in he was, Kong. Wasn't he in American Hustle too? Yeah, he's yes, in Kong. He was in American Hustle. He's Kong. in American Hustle. He's in, uh, I remember him from True Detective. He's in Wolf of Wall Street. He's in First Man. He's in, um, he's uh, in Fast Six. Unspoken Heroes. <laughs> yes. Dude, yes. Fast and Furious 6, The Lincoln Lawyer. He's in a lot of, he's, he's honestly in a lot of like HBO uh, so he's in Boardwalk Empire. Uh, yeah, this yeah, guy actually I can see lot. him in that. He, he did a lot of small roles. Yeah, so shout out to him because man, that guy's everywhere, and I like I'm always like so like like happy to see him whenever he pops up. I'm like, hey, it's him. <laughs> so shout out to him, well, man. Honestly, Keep it up. Okay, another another uh, actor I want to bring up. I know like it sounds like we're talking about just the actors' portrayals, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff we got to talk about. Um, I don't know his name, bro, and I can't find it. The dwarf in the movie, like. I thought was like he did a really good job too. Oh yeah, he was cool. I mean, he's in he the movie funny. for like two <laughs> yeah. seconds. Yeah, but I'll, but the scene at the end of the movie where he murders um um his old coworker and then when you see the like how he's reacting and and then when you see the whole obviously okay honestly I want to bring up to the the shot with the with the lock on on Arthur's door <laughs> when he was trying to like like. When he was trying to escape, and then Arthur had the top lock locked, so obviously he can't ca- he can't uh, reach for it. That I love the way that was shot. Bro, my my theater like cracked up during that scene, but like I was too. That's like, not funny at all. Yeah, I was like I was, terrified. Like, yeah, I was like, this is like I can see why it's funny, or like why it could be like why someone would find it funny. But I think it's more like terrifying than anything. Like, yeah. I, I, thought he, I, our, I thought he I said that he could leave because he knew that it was locked and that he was just trying to like fuck with him. 
at first. I, no, I think I think that's what I I I, I actually <laughs> thought that's what S tier troll. So so like we're sitting here like okay, is he gonna kill him or is he not? Is he gonna kill him or is he not? And then finally he like gives him a kiss on his head and was like, all right, man, you you know you were nice to me, you can go ahead and leave. So I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. What else is I, there? I want to say like it picked up kind of fast, I guess, because I guess like the first thirty minutes are kind of like, uh, you know, it's a little like creepy. But I was like, oh, is this gonna be like the tone of the whole movie? And then when the whole subway thing happens, I'm like, Whoa, what the fuck? I was like, oh, this is like crazy. Like when he kills everyone, like it goes from like zero to one hundred pretty fucking fast. Is what I'm saying. Like yeah, they do do that, and like I, the I didn't expect them to like, kill anyone yet. Yeah, I didn't expect them to kill anybody either because they showed that trailer a lot, or th- th- that scene in the trailers uh, a lot. Yeah, so I was so like, okay, thing, oh like, my gosh. this is actually t- twisted. Another thing that I said, I was really, like, happy, I guess, that 80% of the trailer was literally the beginning of the movie. Like, yeah. there was, like, most of the trailer was only in the beginning, which was awesome, which left, like, most of, the, like, the rest of the movie completely, like, open. Uh, not open, but, like, unknown. I thought that, that was yeah. they did a really good job with the trailer because the trailer is really fucking good too. Like I remember seeing yeah, it like, the trailers trailer. are really good. All the trailers have been really good, and yet they were only the beginning of the movie, which is awesome. I feel like I actually feel like I mean I, I know this isn't like a hard DC comic uh like property like they obviously let the filmmakers and all that stuff do whatever they wanted with it. But I feel like when it comes to like Warner Brothers and DC in general, they do a really good job with their trailers. Like we can kind of go back to suicide squad like suicide squad was garbage but the trailers for suicide squad were fire yeah so were the justice league and bvs trailers honestly all the uh, there's only one trailer i can think of that i didn't like was it was actually for bvs or batman versus superman for if you don't know what that means um there was one trailer that they showed i think it was like the second trailer that they revealed um where they showed Do- uh, doomsday at the end of the trailer and I'm like, bro, why couldn't they wait for the movie for this, man? Like, that's such a big thing that they're throwing at us. And it's funny because um, I think that the best Marvel movies have pretty shitty trailers. So it's kind of like a reverse over there. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's funny. Um, But, yeah, I mean, obviously we're not going to talk about all this stuff. But, yeah, I mean, the movie is just – the trailers were pretty fire. But the movie has a lot of scenes, man, where you're just like – at the edge of your seat just like waiting to see how this guy is gonna snap you know when he kills when he kills um his co-worker i think his name is randall when he kills him i was like i was whoa i was like whoa i did not like i obviously like, i expected him to kill him i guess but i didn't expect it to be that intense like he's banging his head against the wall and shit you know yeah yeah the blood the splattering yeah, yeah. that was a like intense ass scene oh okay okay yes i completely forgot earlier to say this what was a scene that i thought was really good and what ended up being kind of ruined was when when he was putting the pillow on his mom to kill her i was like whoa like when i was like in i was like completely awestruck and then when he's like oh my life's a fucking oh my nice my i thought my life was a tragedy and now it's a comedy uh like the way like it was a completely like, inopportune moment to say that i feel like <laughs> i actually <laughs> agree with that i actually yeah. agree with also that. like because like, he did it he did it while he was holding the pillow down correct yeah yeah i feel like i feel like if he would have said it like you know a minute before he did that before it would have worked a lot after. better. Like, yeah, it would have worked a lot better. <laughs> also, yeah, when he like, work. also when he like runs into like the glass door at the hospital was not funny. Yeah, no, that just that took me out of the movie. That took like, me out of the movie. I think that took me out of the I, movie. I think it was like I think it was like a really like it felt almost like Marvel-y where they put like really dumb jokes. <laughs> it was, it was. To, like, <laughs> but it works in Marvel because these are movies that are so lighthearted compared to this. Like yeah. this movie just like threw that in there and you're like oh ha ha ha. But then I'm like. 
I mean, maybe they're trying to get like a reaction out of the out of the audience too. Like, is it like a big bang when he smacks into it? Like, they're trying to like give us like a, a cheap thrill. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, mm-hmm. this doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like that that scene definitely took me out of the out of the movie. Yeah, I agree. I I felt the same way 100%. I was like, oh, okay, this is just fucking stupid. Yeah. Is there anything um, else you guys wanted to bring up? I mean, there's a there's a couple of things we could talk about. Like, what did you Oh, wait, let me let me ask the question. Heath Ledger or Joaquin Phoenix? Okay, so we were asked this, Peter and I were asked this last night um after we saw the movie. And okay, like obviously I'm going to pick one for you right now. But I feel like this is you. You just can't compare. Like I said it earlier. Like you can't compare him to Jack Nicholson or Heath Ledger or Mark Hamill or or, or Cesar Romero. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you. You really like. It's such a different version. But Peter actually, I actually let Peter. I'll let you talk about it because what you said in the group chat, I actually 100 percent agree with. So go ahead and say it. Uh, okay. So first, I think that The Dark Knight is a better movie than Joker. I think that's pretty clear. But yeah, I 100%. think that I think that Joaquin Phoenix gave a better. Obviously, yeah, you can go to, you can go about Joker many different ways, but I think that Joaquin Phoenix gave a better acting performance overall than Heath Ledger did. Nothing against Heath Ledger; it was still great. Joaquin was just better. And a point that I think that John, I think what John is uh, alluding to is me saying that Joaquin could have played the Joker in The Dark Knight, but Heath Ledger could not have played the Joker in Joker. And yes, that's exactly yeah. what I thought. I don't know if I agree with that. I think that I don't think that Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, like I said, he's a good actor, but he, you know he's not like that's that Joker role. He's not is, like, the best Phoenix. of his career. Yeah, that one hundred percent. It doesn't. Phoenix it would never get better than that Joker role. Like Joaquin Phoenix, you can make the argument that he's probably the best actor or like one of the best act. Like he's like okay, he's top three. Right now, right now, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely someone that I would watch like whatever he puts out. Exactly. So like, and Heath Ledger was I feel like never that. Uh, that good. I don't want to say that good because like Heath Ledger was a very good actor. He had some high highs. Never... I agree. He had Brokeback Mountain yeah. and The Dark Knight, and then that's really like that's his elite, elite roles. Like, wasn't he in a lot of romantic comedies too? From yeah, I mean earlier, but even then, like Ten Things I Hate About You, was, he was like actually like, good in that movie, and that movie's good. But um, but yeah, like I said, it hit. Joaquin Phoenix is more consistently elite than Heath Ledger was because Heath Ledger had those two movies, and obviously he passed away. But you yeah, know, we'll never know. This is Oscar. Yeah, we'll never know. Maybe, that. maybe he would end up winning another Oscar, but we'll never know. Whereas Joaquin Phoenix stays getting nominated like every other well, year. What's funny too is that like I know a lot of people online say this. Um, th- I feel like this is a lot of like DC and Marvel talk, but I know there's a lot of Marvel diehards. Which I mean, if you've been listening for a while, you know that uh, Peter, Stephen, and I we're all um, you know fans of both. You know what I mean? So we're not we're not gonna choose either. Like marvel or dc but a lot of marvel fanboys i like they they make the argument and you can say there's like a lot of like you know diehard film fans say this too that the only reason why heath ledger won his oscar for the joker was because he died nah i mean it was definitely i mean i'd obviously have to look again to see who else was nominated that year but he was definitely worth it off the top of my head did he win did he win best actor or best supporting supporting supporting. okay like i said he 100 percent earned that I I, no, I, like, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I get upset. There, there I get upset. I get I get upset when people when people bring that up because I think he won that off of the merit of his acting instead. Like I think his performance spoke for themselves. Yeah, no, he's Ledger for sure. Like I mean, obviously before this movie, like now there's there's a, a debate now. But before this, like a, most people would have said that Heath Ledger was their favorite Joker portrayal. 
So I think I'm not most people. I'm saying most people. I know you think Jack Nicholson, but I would personally, I would personally, I would give the edge to Heath over Joaquin, but that's just me personally. Well, is there like is there like things that you want to bring up that that I support mean, that? I mean, I would want to say, I think Heath just nails the mannerisms of what we see like a comic book Joker as, whereas Joaquin does an amazing job of capturing what a human Joker is like. But for the same reason that I don't think Christian Bale is the best Batman is the same reason why I can't say Joaquin Phoenix is the best Joker because I don't think... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I just want to uh, t- tell you who's... Uh, I know. Continue, continue. I'll, I'll say it. But I found, I have here the list of who else was nominated and why. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading the list right now. Yeah. I was going to say it. <laughs> um, th- the same reason I can't give Joaquin the title as best Joker is the same reason I can't give Christian Bale the title of best Batman is because I don't think either of them are good representatives of the character like as a whole i understand there are the characters in these particular worlds and stories however as a joker i think i have to give the edge to heath ledger i think when but I, think, I also i think just the mannerisms too, i think heath ledger just has down to a t and i was personally more terrified of heath ledger's joker than fucking phoenix well yeah i i can get that too like everything with the mannerisms stuff i 100 like you know i feel what you're saying um with the, to to support your argument more, I feel like you can also say, especially like you guys would probably agree, like you guys said, the Dark Knight's a better movie. Like the script and the way the character was being written up for Heath Ledger was like, you know, I mean, at least in your guys' opinion, probably or at least Steven's opinion, um, you might think would be is better than what Joker like the way the Joker. How can I word it? Because obviously the Joker in the in the Joker movie has way more layers. And oh, Joaquin yeah, is yeah. given way more of a, you know, more stuff to work but with. But I feel like even if Heath Ledger was a main character but in The Dark Knight, it still wouldn't have been better. Now, do you think that he would give a good performance, though? Oh, I mean, of course I, it would be good. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been better than Joaquin's Okay, feet. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I mean, but that's it's hard shoes to fill, man. Like, Joaquin is just one of the best actors, like, right now and of all time. Yeah, so, and he did not disappoint at all. Like, obviously everyone knew, like, oh, this guy's going to snap. Like and he actually like did snap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Peter, if you want to go ahead and read off that, that list, <laughs> the though. list is Josh Brolin in Milk. He played like a homophobic guy. I remember he was a congressman. Uh, <laughs> Robin Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder when he was playing a black guy. Actually, well deserved because he was actually really good in that role, but definitely not like Oscar worthy. But yeah, yeah. Um, Josh Brolin, like that's not like really like whoa, n- like role. Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt. I've seen like four of these movies. The only one I haven't seen is Revolutionary Road. But Philip Seymour Hoffman, he plays um like a pedophile priest in Doubt, and. Uh, Michael Shannon in Revolutionary Road. I've never seen that movie, so I wouldn't be able to comment on it. But yeah, Heath Ledger was by far the best one here. But again, the competition yeah, yeah. wasn't very stiff, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, that's, that's actually pretty interesting. I, that's funny that they nominated Robert Downey. Jr. Yeah, that's why. Like that movie's good. <laughs> like that movie's no, no, a it, good is, movie. it is. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> but it, I just never thought that like that was gonna be up for like Oscars. Like <laughs> that's actually amazing. Um. All right, I mean, is there any other points you guys want to make? Like, I feel like we've talked about a lot, but there's, I feel like there's, a, like, I feel like we've talked about a lot, but there's a lot more we can get into. I don't know. I mean, it's up to you guys. What do you guys want to? I mean, I pretty much said everything I needed to say, honestly. Okay, so I guess um, let's we can close it out. So, 
if you guys want to give like any last statements, you know, obviously we can include spoilers in this now uh, about what you guys finally thought about the movie and if you want to give your rating. Um, I guess I'll start. So all in all, I liked it. I enjoyed my time with it. However, um, I think it falls short through its overt and in-your-face themes. And I think legitimately that there's an amazing original film somewhere like in the surface. However, you're not going to get that um you know watching joker if you want like a good joker like origin story by all means go ahead and watch it um and it does tackle uh important themes and for that alone i applaud it however i just wish it did it with a little more subtlety all right um and i give it like a 3.5 out of 5 okay so obviously like like if you're listening this like a 3.5 out of 5 so i I feel like i like just to not to get off side sidetracked and all that, but people say like okay like if steven's giving this movie a 3.5 out of 5 he's saying what the 3.5 out of 5 is actually like a pretty good film and yeah, people i feel like he, yeah and i feel like people like i sometimes give a film like a 6 out of 10 and people are like bro what you hated it and i'm like no a 6 out of 10 in my eyes is a good movie yeah like, 6 out of 10 is like, the bare minimum it. for a good movie i'd say yeah like yeah, i enjoyed I agree, it i agree so like, don't think that he's giving it three point five out of five. That's a bad. Like, it's like I think he's trying to say that he really en- or he enjoyed it. It's just not amazing like people are making it out to be. Um. So obviously, with that being said, I'm gonna give my quick synopsis or whatever. Um. Or my quick summary. Uh. Yeah. So obviously, you could tell I really I really like the movie, but I'm also a diehard comic book fan. Um. So for the most part, when it comes to comic book movies, I I look at them very differently. Um. So I really, I did enjoy it, like as a film altogether. It's, it's. I think from start to finish, it's, it just keeps you at the edge of your seat. Um, it's very nerve wracking. There's a lot of scenes that, like, me being a comic book fan, that I, I thought I knew where the story or what, like, different scenes, like what they were going to do or where they were going for, and they didn't. So there's like scenes where, um, like the scene where he's talking to Robert De Niro's character at the end on the talk show. If you're a comic book fan, you know that there's actually a scene in The Dark Knight Returns where the Joker is actually on a talk show. Um, and he, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, what happens in this scene in the comic book is that he, like, he grabs the uh, the mug, the, the drinking mug, he breaks it on the day de- on the desk, and then he literally slits the talk show host's neck blood splatters everywhere and then he goes on to kill the rest of the crowd that's in there watching the show so obviously like when i saw the trailers and all that stuff i thought this is exactly what they were going to go for they somewhat did it but somewhat didn't do it as brutally but they still had ways of being brutal without having to do all that um yeah you said they even had the mug on the table and you thought yeah they had the mug on the table like right next to the joker too so i think that was actually like a nod or like a something like small for them like to to show like the comic book fans like oh my god like i think i know where they're going with this but they don't do that at all obviously they give you seen the movie um and spoiler alert if if you're still listening to this and you don't think we're talking about spoilers you're fucking crazy but anyways he shoots robert de niro right in the head and then he shoots him a couple times in the body i was still surprised like he had already killed people and i was still surprised when he did that i was like wow like this movie has balls to do that literally yeah, that shit does not happen does. In, in like typical movies i feel yeah so that was actually um like i, I really enjoyed the way that their version of it uh was actually really well done and i actually thought that he was gonna go on to kill like the rest of the crowd and i was like bro that this is the moment where he like snaps and just doesn't give a shit yeah, anymore i feel, like, just I feel like if he killed nuts. the rest of the crowd that would have been a little too far <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is at the end of the day this is not that joker like this like maybe he fledger's joker maybe but this is not that joker so 
this Joker, obviously, like you know, has a huge cult following. At the end of the movie, you see that where they're they he's getting he's already being taken away by the police. They get kid uh, he gets like kidnapped, like you know what I mean by and they're re- rising him up as their leader kind of thing. Like, um, so yeah, I mean, I, at the end of the day, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I had to digest it a little bit because last night I was giving like a rating on Letterbox and I was like, like, oh yeah, I'd probably give it a nine out of ten. But now that I've like digested it and and thought about it, I would probably give the movie. I'll give it like a four out of five and like an eight, 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. I'll give it four out of five also. Do you have anything else that you want to add to that, Peter? No, nothing else. All right. So with that, we are wrapping up our Joker review. Uh, we are, what are we going to be talking about next, Steven? Um, unfortunately, Gemini, man. Gemini, man. Wait, I feel like there's not a good movie for a while. Like a good, good movie for a while. Well, doesn't Jojo the Lighthouse Rabbit. come out this month? Jojo Rabbit what? in the Lighthouse. Oh, uh, wait, no, Lighthouse is November, isn't it? No, it's, I think it's like in two weeks. Oh, yeah, it's in two weeks. wow, okay, never mind. Yeah, so to wrap this up, I just want to say, like, you know, obviously, like, we might talk about Gemini Man. Uh, we're probably going to be talking about, our we will, like, 99.9% sure be talking about Lighthouse. Uh, we're pro- probably going to be talking about Jojo Rabbit. These are all movies that we're super excited for. So except Gemini Man, I'm not excited for Gemini Man. Yeah, yeah, Gemini Man, I'm not excited for. Um, I don't even know if I want to watch this, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. This is the Backlot Team. Appreciate all that. Uh, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter is Inside Backlot, and our Instagram is Inside the Backlot. We're doing a lot of fun things on there. Um, trying to change it up a little bit from the usual content that we post. So we'd appreciate it if you can go follow us and uh, share some love. Anyways, with that being said, you guys have a good rest of your day. Peace.